still how it is. Yeah. Hey. Y'all remember this shit? Sensitivity center. Yeah. Hey, Faith was in it. She was. She was. She She was was in it. All in the mix. song sets the tone for this vibe because a lot of niggas out here you let me down friendships get cut up you hear the lyrics you hear the beef you already know the line man (laughs) no red hat Michael and Prince me and yay Uh. (laughs) separate you when you got Michael and Prince's DNA For everything. You already know. There's a Jay-Z line for everything. (laughs) Trey has said it countless times. There's a Jay-Z line for everything on this. And that's how he opened me a look now. I'm just like, shut up. Shut up. Straight up, though. Speaking of, welcome to the poppy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's your man, Trizzy. It's Jam J. We the regulars, but we got a guest with us today. Of course. Of course. (laughs) Beezy. Yup. State your name, Beezy. Even though I stated your name, state your name again, sir. Uh, Chuck Beasy, how you doing? I'm alright, I'm alright. Hey, I'm walking there. I'm glad to be on the Pompeo. Of course, yeah, yeah. Of Always course. enjoyed this view. Always enjoyed this view. And we're going to talk about a couple things. Mm-hmm. We got a reason for having you on today as well. Here. I definitely want to say. You got say... your finger on a post that we just ain't got. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, your algorithm's a little different than mine. A little different than Jam's. Yeah. Which is different already. So, I mean... I think the third third perspective brings in a whole new mm-hmm. well, I appreciate whole new line that. of thought. Well, appreciate yeah, especially man. if y'all don't know, Beezy is one of our is one of our great friends. Like, we are very happy to have him on this little podcast and this platform. And I want to say shout out to the Anchor listeners, the Apple listeners, and the Spotify listeners. Thank y'all, thank y'all. But uh, yeah, like Trey said, welcome to the pop y'all. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, but first, how was y'all's week first, though? I was a time of a week for your boy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last two, last 48 hours. Yeah. But the good side was a lot of family. A lot of a lot of love being shared. That's always good. That's always you good. know what I mean? Especially, you know, when you see family you ain't seen in oh, six years, five, six. Yeah. Long time. It's crazy, though. Uh, but just feeling the love that was there, it was it kind of worked out. So how about y'all, though? You dig that. Peace. Yeah. My, week, my week was sturdy. It was sturdy. Um, it, was a, it was a solid week. Uh, thankfully, today is my Friday, fellas. Ooh, well, so uh, my, uh, good. my vacation. Thank you, thank you. So my uh, time will be paid from here on out. Okay. okay. <laughs> and okay. I'm good to the end of the year. So I'm looking, <laughs> looking forward to that time. Um, definitely going to make that trip back back to the GA soon so, um, so that, nice, should, that nice. should be fun that should be fun definitely looking forward to that so <clears throat> um, yeah speaking of some of the family that came through uh, Carolinas Carolinas maybe some of the other family DC 
haven't been up that way. And, and you know, I really like Atlanta. Hmm. It's making me want to take like a nice little elongated two, two and a half week vacation and hit that I, you know, hit that I nine five. <laughs> that's a, that's a hey. long time in the A, my friend. Oh, it doesn't have to be just the A. Uh-huh. Then it moves up to the Carolinas. Then it moves go. up to the DC. You'll get a little bit. Of, still, I'm not a fan of New York, so you know I ain't going there. <laughs> like, what's great about that is that the South is such a the diversified place. Is that literally everything from the Carolinas down to Mississippi and all that? Yeah, it's so like close range. So like people, it ain't it ain't nothing for those people just to get in the car it, boogie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Uh, I think two three hours is like regular. Yeah, for them it's out it's there. like from here to Fort Collins. Yeah, that's to go to D.C. from yeah. North Carolina. Yeah, exactly. It ain't bad. It ain't a bad drive. Everything's interconnected. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. looking back and getting back to the A. So nice. And that's always been uh, definitely let me uh, know. a dream of mine uh, and a thing of mine to take my boys with me back to you know to the south and like. <sighs> I mean, yo, <laughs> gentlemen, let me let y'all know something about the South. <laughs> y'all, y'all got females with rings. Yes. Y'all can't kick it with me in the South. Like, it's not. It's not a good look. It's all about how you move. It's all about how you move, baby. That's right. It's all about how you it move. It is. Right. It is. Uh, I just don't want to be the reason. <laughs> I don't want to be the reason for a talk. No, 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 no. Talks happen regardless. It's, it's wild. Uh, the things you see in the A after midnight, mm-hmm. even at a Waffle House. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'm lying, especially at the Waffle House. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, there the clubs usually clubs till four, uh, strip club till nine a.m. Uh, that's that's wild. Oh, you got some varsity blues moments. I've been there. Is it's not what we're here to talk about. Oh, so, I mean. <laughs> In a sense, like speaking of the A, like Offset and Cardi B. Speaking because I can't see. Did y'all see this coming? From afar, I think I, I yeah. think a lot of people did, um, but I think a lot of people was rooting for these folks though too. So yeah, they definitely are. I mean, you definitely want to see those little hip hop Hollywood happily ever after stories, but like it was already set up for. Infidelity in the beginning, but we seen this coming. Like, how old is Offset? He's twenty five. Infidelity part? A little bit? No, just a little. Talking about the uh, relationship in a whole. Yes. Or are we just talking about him bum rushing the Rolling Loud? All of it. Yeah, yeah. All of it. Because that was mad distasteful. Yo, it was distasteful, but it was staged. It was her. It looked like everybody was in on it. Yeah. Except her. Yeah. Because they all thought it would be a good idea. Except her. But they're both in the same camp. And how do you step on stage and try to steal the spotlight? Like, I I get like the, I'm going to do it in front of everybody so she knows real. (laughs) But really? The thing that I kills me, he was on stage too. He was like, I'm sorry, I cheated, bruh. Yeah, the bruh. bruh. <laughs> you called wife bruh? He called her what? bruh. If your wife lets you call you bruh. Bruh? Bruh. You yeah. Got some, you got some problems. Come on, man. Yo, and and she, you got a child on her? She's letting it slide what for a was... reason if she's letting that happen. Other than that. Uh, Yo, she she didn't let it slide. Yeah. I she can never. Like she's about to roar you on Man, I can never call my wife bruh. She would look at me like... <laughs> I'm not one of your boys. 
I'm not. I don't even want to take the chance. I'm saying there's no way. There was absolutely no way. The thing that it kills me about that, though, like... To me, it's a respect factor. Yeah. And and it's a privacy factor, too. Because if, it, me, if my a, chick was doing that, to me, I would want some kind of, you know, some respect. And not like, uh, hey, bro, my bad. Yeah. Bro. And I'm like, yeah, we can bring the world back. Yeah. And I'm looking at this pretty face, you know what I mean? And this womanly figure, and it's like, hey, bro. And it's like, what? Yeah. You, you bugging. That ain't cutting. Yeah, like, you bugging. Get off my stage. That ain't cutting. Uh, yeah. It ain't cutting. No. Like, I know, like, and especially how Cardi B handled it. Like, she is trying to mold in because the whole Nikki thing where her and Nikki were wilding out and going crazy. Like, now she's a businesswoman. Like, she has to go about this a different way. Even though she has the hood sense with her, she has to go about this a different way now. And it's just like, I don't know, like, young kids, like, if we were at that age with that much money and that much notoriety and exposure and social media clientele, like... You know what I felt bad about? Hmm. Was he did it, and the reaction he got was wild. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like she was angry. It was like she felt bad for him. Like, it was like she was like, yo. You're embarrassing yourself. I'm, yeah. done, with that. I'm done with all this. Like, you, you're wasting your time. Right. Go home. Like, it was the opposite of, I think, what he was looking for. Mm-hmm. All right. And I think when anybody, I imagine we've all gotten to that point. When you get to that point of not caring, that's a, that's a done deal. Yeah. She was very calm so demeanor. Offset was rushed. Offset. Yeah, offset off stage. <laughs> yep. Exit stage right. right. <laughs> you did. It's just interesting though. Oh, it's it's Hollywood for you though. Yeah. Like honestly, I'm I'm sick of reading about it. Yeah. I mean, I ne- I never been a type of person like to dig into like the media takeout type mm. deals, but it is everywhere. But after a while, like after a week, I'm just like, all right, give it's it annoying. Up. Because I'm a Google News type of cat. So my my news source would be Google, and which is great and horrible yeah. at times. <laughs> so. Oh, really? I just saw how you filter it, though, right? Yeah. It, yeah. Because, I mean, most of it they're gonna put is your algorithm. You yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so if you're not liking what you're seeing, it's your fault. <laughs> well, and, and two, and or the two, stories are just not compelling. You know what I mean? No. Like I'd rather re- read some some real life shit, mm-hmm. the other than about what's going on in uh, Miley Cyrus's life. You know what I mean? Like I'm good. <laughs> or what's like, Paris Hilton doing? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like little kid from uh, Africa, Matumbo, Matumbo's hooking up with. He has a huge face tumor. Mm-mm. You ain't heard about that? No. You ain't heard about that? Is he blocking shots? Uh, no, it's a child, my guy. <laughs> Yo, children can block shots. <laughs> well, his, 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 his shot is getting blocked by, like, the whole village, apparently. Really? He's like yeah. a little African child. He has, like, a, a tumor about the size of a grapefruit on mm-hmm. his face. And it's, and it's on, like, legit from his eye, bottom socket of his eye to his chin. Wow. Um, and his whole village kind of, like, shunned him. His wow. parents had to take him out of school because it was, you know, the kid was getting harassed and made fun of, and children would be children no matter what country yeah. or, you know, they, they are in. Um, so they had removed him out of school. He was confined to a room. I don't under, I don't know how the Kimmy Matambo 
found out about it. But um, he he met the kid, went over there, met the kid, and brought the kid and his father to the states for him to have surgery at the Children's Hospital. Wow. And I think it's uh, an association with the Ronald McDonald okay. Foundation. Okay. But that see that that that's is more, yeah. that's interesting right. to me. That shit is interesting. It's and it's more of an awareness of those stories <coughs> yeah, no too. And it's just you know some little. It's like looking at your little cousins. You know what I mean? It's just like and he's getting shunned from the world. You know, as a child, you don't you know you born with this. Um, I don't want to call it a defect. Deformity. But, yeah, like, de- yeah, deformity. But you know, different people. Everybody got a different body. And they resuscitate different things. So. That's but that that's what intrigues me. That's true though. Like stories like that, it, it's more compelling to tune into, and it, it's good to take a break from all the mindless shit that keeps coming up on the TL, coming up on the news feed. Like like Trey said, the algorithms, and it's just it. And I I hate how Google taps into everything what we go through. Like whether it's Facebook, Twitter. Um, Instagram and it puts those algorithms into like what's trending and it's terrible. Mm-hmm. I, I can't front my like I talk a lot of mess, but my algorithm is crazy. Yeah. Like I'll get news on the Senate, then news on Trump. Yeah. Then news on the next sneaker joint going on. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Uh, Kingdom Hearts release. Yeah. yeah, I was like the video game <laughs> release, coming out with. Mm-hmm. I'll see some random girl twerking for a split second. <laughs> and then it goes right back to uh Senators and yeah, it's <laughs> wild. Uh, like I see almost nothing I don't want to see, mm-hmm. which is almost wild and almost like you know what it kind of does. It, it's convenient. This yeah. takes me from strumming through a whole lot of stuff I have no interest in. I don't right. too much care about. You're right though. You are very right. It's yeah. it's just a lot of news, man. A lot of mindless news. Like another one that came up was. The Paris Hilton story with Britney Spears and Lindsay Lohan. I was like, I didn't care about this. This happened how long ago? I don't think I cared about it in 2000. I didn't either. And, and I was just like, what is the story about how Lindsay Lohan went off with the girls? I'm like, this is dumb. Like, why is this up? Like, who? they are not even relevant anymore. Hmm. Like, I don't know. This shit's wild. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just tired but, of it. Like. I'm not. I'm not tired of all of it, though. No, not like, all of it. What I'm into is the drama. I love the drama. <laughs> I like the conflict. I like. I like it whenever it's getting real. This man the loves loving hip hop drama. No, no, <laughs> I want the real thing. Yo, when I thought Toy Lanes and Worst of Five Nine were gonna actually square off, I was all for it. Like, I know uh, not everybody's familiar with it. Yeah. But long story short. Where he said in an interview, he thought Joyner Lucas uh, got the best end of that battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toy Lanes was sensitive about it, uh, starts talking, um, disrespecting him a little bit. Uh, I believe the comment Royce left was, you know, you're from Canada or whatever. I'm just going to ignore all that. The thing that said it, though, was Tory Lanez saying, suck so- my dick. Oh. And that's when Royce was oh. like, hey, you said it first. I did it. Yeah, he's like, you said it. Not me. I'll see you when I see you. When he sends you and says, okay, you don't want that beef. <laughs> not with somebody with you that You do that not history. want that beef. No. Like, not, not that history. Uh, there's certain ones. I feel like there are people out here just there looking for smoke, though. Yeah. Uh, well, and at the same time, 
lyrical smoke. And every time I see this man on Instagram, it's a boxing training video. The man got hands. The man got lyrics. Like, it's okay. Tory Lanez sat back and said that uh, Trey Songs can't be the king of R&B because he raps too much. <laughs> and so he's going to be mad about losing a rap battle and scream on the king of R&B. Come on. Yeah, it's not going to happen. The thing that kills like, me about that whole si- the whole social media thing with Tory Lanez's era is because they have so much instant gratification, they get a spike like that. But like Royce, how we grew up with him, there was like no social media like that to get an instant gratification. Mm. So you could go months at a time without hearing anything, but Tory Lanez and people like him could post it Instagram live and people are tuning in and there's a rise 500,000 tweets they all subtweets this that and the other and it gets a rise and it exposes it more and that's what makes it seem like Tory Lanez is winning only in the social media stint but don't let him go bar for bar because he'll lose but as weird as it is I think it's kind of something he's using to keep himself relevant yeah yeah mainly because he ignored the whole remaking songs kind of thing and then turns around and watches Jacquees just, just take over that <laughs> he lane. He did though. He like, did. Don't get me wrong. I, my With binoculars. Opinion, <laughs> yeah. I, my opinion. I thought that what he should have done was start remaking some songs again, because as weird as it is, I think the king of doing it is T Pain. <laughs> hey. Every time I hear T Pain remaking somebody else's song, I'm just like, dang, that should have been a remix. <laughs> like why people don't call T Pain. For remixes, I understand. You you don't want to call Michael Jordan over there to be on your team. Mm. <laughs> you know, you, you just know what's going to happen just at gonna that lose. point. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you just, hey, we're going to wear the same uniform. We're both going to get a ring. But yeah, I guess I got to be Scotty on this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to watch you put the work in. Role. Yeah. <laughs> but some people can use it, I think. Yeah. Yo, him on that boot up remix. He but killed yo, it. Yo, T-Pain's boot up. Jacquees is tripping. Boot up. Both of them make you feel bad for LMA, right? They, yes, you're right. You're right. You're right, Trey. That's a good point. That's a good point. Very right. <laughs> I feel. I do feel bad for her, though. Like, Because those are good songs. They are her good Her version songs. is good. Yeah. But I like their version better. You're right. You're that's right, the, that's man. That's the game. That's the game. It is the game. Sadly, that's the game. But... All right, so what about like back in the Motown days where everybody sang the same like 10 songs and whatever the best version was was what you heard on the radio? Well, actually, I think back in those days, I think the um, harmonization was entirely different. Yeah. So so they're making the decisions based off raw talent mm-hmm. uh, instead of, uh, well, maybe, I, who, who knows what plays a part, but... As far as talent goes, I think it counted a lot more then than it yeah. is now. Yeah, I, I agree. I, you just made me think of something totally crazy. Like, I could hear it in my head. I can't sing it because it wouldn't do justice. <laughs> Try it. But, uh, no, no, no. Not on this platform. <laughs> <laughs> not enough alcohol. Uh, not enough alcohol and I ain't in the shower. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Dang. So, Gladys Knight and the Pips. Right. You know what they sounded like. You know the harmonization. Mm-hmm. You know how Gladys would go and then the pips would harmonize yeah. right afterwards. Can you kind of hear them singing a little mm-hmm. bit? Look, can you imagine them doing boot up? Ooh. <laughs> that Ooh. Or boot up in that kind of style. Like a little midnight train, little Where, chug. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you got Gladys like, and then the rest of them in the background with the boot up. Wow. Yo. And then Gladys, Ooh. 
That would come out smooth. That would be sturdy, though. That would. Yo, I think I'll rock to that. See, there's. That'd be the ringtone. I need to find a Gladys Knight and Pips. Man. Uh, sounded like people. Sounded like people. <laughs> I don't know where you find that. I don't know. But oh. that's that's the era though, like like Chucky said. Yeah, let's man. go to Vegas. Find everything in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> There's some people doing an off ve- off off strip brand. Probably. Oh, easy. easy. Dressing up Gladys Knight and the Pips. It's starting at the Flamingo. Oh man, they would got pimped Three out. Three queens. <laughs> they got pimped out. That's fucked mm-hmm. up. <laughs> <laughs> What else we got on the docket though? What else? What else? Woo. What else oh. we been? I mean, we got oh, the of course the obvious. Lots. The obvious. Well, in my opinion, we gotta get this on a pop. I was trying to get the segue okay. segue game on, <laughs> but of course. So it's not just me that hates Kanye. No, <laughs> it's not, man. We've been talking about this for a while. Like I'm, I'm tired of talking about him, but like new shit keeps coming up. Bugging, new shit, and like more people keep coming into the mix, and it's just like, gotta talk about this dude again. I feel like push. So now it's cool to like Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> hey, push. It's, push cool got, push got, it's cool to hate Kanye. It's cool to hate Kanye. You gotta yeah. put. You gotta put push in his own little. Look at uh, me crazy. Like I really killed it. No, because this, because this man got away with a W from afar. Yeah, and uh, ain't no one acknowledging it. I mean, it's it's acknowledged, but not to the level to where this. I've seen a tweet, and it said that very thing, that Drake Lawson. We don't talk about this anymore. Why is that? And it's because of the caliber of Drake. Uh, whoa, whoa, yes. whoa! Can, 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 can I say something for real? Okay. As as much as I be standing on it, it's because popular opinion is entirely different than lyrical. But like you know what you're yeah. stepping into the room right. with, right? Like. As a Jay stand, I think he won the him and Nas battle. But what? popular opinion is Ether wins. Even though yes. Ether is a bunch of jokes yes. and super ugly. Yes. Super ugly made moms call each other and say, we need to put a stop to this. It's getting personal. Because once again, like Jay crossed that personal line, I guess, after he told, he said, Nas, don't respond. Or, you know, because you know who did you know what, when mm-hmm. you know who. Let's keep that between me and you. So then you're saying uh, Ether that comes out with the jokes, and then Super Ugly comes out with the facts. My opinion, but right, most people have never heard Super Ugly, but they heard Ether. But the, yes, that's but right. Popular opinion is Nas won, but who talks about that now? Like I feel that a battle is a battle, a career is a career. So are we talking like, about the rap songs that made them win, huh? The rap songs that made them win in mean, the public eye. I mean, changing the the definition of. Yeah, Drake lost the battle. Yeah. But still has the better career. Like, a, a lost battle does not derail your you, career. You're right. Uh, depending on the person. Especially, especially, like, if if you know who you're stepping in the ring with. Right. There's there's no shame in going to the Super Bowl four times <laughs> and losing, I guess. There's no shame of if you go in there and meet Jordan in the finals of taking that L. I feel that. Uh... But at the same time, career-wise, longevity, yo, Push is gonna uh, eat Drake in a battle. Yeah. But Drake is gonna keep making hits. Right. And right. that battle didn't 
take away his credibility because we knew who he was battling with. And we I knew will, what the stakes were. I will There's say, nothing a, li- I'll say a line what Push said, too, on Anderson Pack's My Brother's Keeper. <clears throat> he was like, I'm still known as the underground king, but I'm still making that Jason Derulo. There you go. <laughs> Period. <laughs> when I find out Push is getting paid off, we have the meats. How many Arby's commercials do you see? Yeah, it's quite a bit. That makes no sense. Right? <laughs> no sense. Uh, when he sits back and says, yeah, I put all my money in streams and sinks. Yeah. He's, he's not talking about bathroom sinks. No. No. Like, just hearing people talk like that lets you know they're on, like, that different level. Mm-hmm. Uh, what that battle was about was something totally different. I think since the that was a battle that Drake just stepped in because he was the label's hottest artist. Well, I mean, he was in, where was he around when it was Mr. Me Too? Uh, same was, place we was. He barely making a career. Mm-hmm. But and then the interesting part comes, where we have our guest, Mr. Beasy, <laughs> and clue us in on, and on some stuff. How does? Yeah, yeah. Keep it, keep it to I guess the beginning. We're we're gonna progress to where it's at now. Right. But the humble beginnings, because I'll be for real. The first time I ever heard Drake, I was the dude you hopped in the car. You probably heard Button. Hmm. You hopped in his car. You probably heard Drake. But he was on Drake before I was even on. So far, I feel Bob. that mixtape. Hmm. Comeback season. Yes. Yes. For improvement. Yeah, you put me on comeback season. Yes. Oh. During the uh, during the yay phase, yo, I loved college dropout, but I didn't push back. I I take it back. Look, I love college dropout. I love what he did on Blueprint. Hmm. But I didn't take it too much past that. But I remember you being being on him. Even harder than me, I was I was on the side of him that was doing the remixes with Talib, mm. remixes with Mose and all them cats. Uh, you were more on him in a way that got me curious for the simple fact that it was where his career ended up progressing. Because for that beginning time, once again, one of those things in hip hop that gets forgotten, people really don't know. Mm-hmm. Yay had a chance to be that conscious. He was in ciphers with those dudes, mm-hmm. with the Talibs, mm-hmm. with the Moses. Mm-hmm. And yep. he was holding his own. Like, yep. he was doing his thing You're in those. Right. You're right. And at the same time, he was making those, I'm so self-conscious. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Letting you know where his head really was. Right. Um, And what happened was, I don't want to sit back and take the skate route of, you know, oh, his mom passed this, that, and the other. What happened is life happened. And his experiences led him down a path that I think he followed that, you know, I'm so self-conscious, the good times, gold did like those really hard singles that everybody was like, but you could feel it. I think you could feel it because that was what he was really feeling, really going through. Right. Um, which ultimately turned him away from the backpack. Yeah. Uh, but that was, that was one of the yays. I remember you being like, yo, this was yeah. the the feeling, the vibe. Yeah. Yeah, he had a different vibe to him back then. But I think you said with all artists, 
you know, all artists today, you know, all the old stuff is better, blah, blah, blase, blase. But he had a certain type of vibe about him to where uh, he can actually sit next to Common and hold his own. Yeah, you yeah. You know what I mean? Um, he can be able to be that conscious and everything. And I think and he just did spark a lot for these cats. Um, I don't think Kanye then was an issue. I don't think uh, late registration Kanye was an issue. No. As Kanye grew, Drive slow, uh, he be started becoming Drive a... Slow. Exactly. Nigga put his foot on the gas. He did, man. He he seen yeah. how many doors opened up and what he could do, and then it changed his mindset. <coughs> like, I am the greatest. I am perfect. I could do this, 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 this. And like, whoa. And I get the law of yeah. attraction and everything yeah. like that. But, uh, but I also get, too, like, like, you can sip and say your shit. Like, talk your shit. Like, I am the best rapper. You can say that shit. Right. If you truly believe it, say that shit. Oh, no, I, like, but I think your craft speaks for itself yeah. as well. Oh, you know, right. and, and I, Kanye's career will forever speak louder than what he has to say. Mm-hmm. He will be forever be a, contra- a controversial uh, public figure, other than uh, amongst other things. But what he has done musically mm-hmm. is um, it, it's, it's astonishing. So you have to give that man his props. That's like um, people, people love and hate Michael Jackson. I love some people say I love Michael Jackson's works. I just don't dig the person he was, hmm. which makes perfect sense. And a lot of people don't. Just because you love the music, don't mean you gotta love the person. And I think that brings us fast forward into today's today's world. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that has to kind of have to revolve around a, 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 a few things. But now with the now that the these young cats are in the mix, I think we're in a position to where we see. Uh, so 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 called idols mm-hmm. in the same picture, mm-hmm. exactly with the young cats that they, they groomed. Now they becoming their rivals. So I think that and that's the day age we live in, and the the, the platform is so huge thanks to Sound SoundCloud, Spotify, all iTunes, the exclusives, world stars, YouTube's, mm-hmm. Vines, Instagrams, etc. To where uh, music just has a different different pulse. Oh yeah, like it's again with the algorithms, it's hard to not hear music you're not into. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently got turned on to G Perico. Do uh, you know who that he is? He goes hard. I, you showed me. He's yeah hard. from L.A. Okay. Um, but I get turned on to him mainly because I'm starting to feel some L.A. music. Uh, I'm liking the Nipsey. I'm liking the Vince. You know. Um, still like the Kendricks, all from L.A. So naturally, well, I wonder who else is who's supposed to be that hot next up and comer. Uh, I'm finding out it's him, and every once, it was just one of those. Uh, one of his songs ends up playing on YouTube. I hear it because you know, naturally when you're just cleaning around, YouTube's playing. It's just the next video. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always keep it on the same person. So, uh, I believe it was like Vince Staples, North North, went into some Nipsey, went into one of his songs. It's like, oh, dude, who was that? Liked it, but don't do no research. Uh, my man Sin comes through. He lets me know, yo, if you like L.A., this is the cat I'm listening to. Mm-hmm. I download the mixtape, and that's what me and you were listening to. Um which and which was, was which was sturdy by the way. Which was appreciate sturdy. it, appreciate it. Very sturdy. Yeah, that that West Coast feel, man. I'm just into it. Yeah, uh, I know it's not for everybody. 
But it yeah, gets your boy going. You gotta be a certain oh. type of cat. You gotta <laughs> yeah. be a certain type of cat for the West Coast for the West Coast down here because if you come for the East Coast and it's in the West Coast, shit, it, it, yeah, shit you're just like foreign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. foreign. That's like someone from the West Coast going being dropped inside Atlanta. It's a foreign country mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, now, one of the things that does let me know, I still kinda got some kind of feel for some kind of thing. Remember growing up, you used to be able to tell where people were from by the way they hooped. Yep. You know what I mean? The Chicago Cats would lower their shoulder into you, drive to the rim, a la D-Way. Finish with some contact and one. Could get that in the other. Uh, NY Cats want to dribble left, right, this, that, and the other, but not go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody I know from Indiana had a jump shot. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, but hearing just music, I could almost feel like I could tell where the beat was made or what it was made for. Like, I, I hear West Coast music, and I can tell they're usually West Coast beats. Yeah. Hy-Vee beats, uh, L.A. beats, whatever. Uh, you hear East Coast, you can usually hear that. Uh, down South, especially, too. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, I don't know how we got so off topic, but <laughs> it, brings it, it brings it full circle back into, that was why I like Ye from the get-go. Yeah. Uh, what he brought to the Blueprint album with Just Blaze and that soul, soul sampling that they came up with, I say they came up with who came up with what, what percentage, neither one of them ever really talks about it. It was a whole lot of, I like this, he liked that, we mashed it together, we made this sound, boom. Um, yo, I, I like that, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. As much as I do like power, I could do without the rest of, what CD was that one on? Uh, was that my beautiful? Yeah. Yes. You can do that. Yeah, pretty much everything. 808s and heartbreaks on. Once he took the teddy bear off the CD cover, because I was like, and turned it into claws. Turned into a claws cloud. I couldn't get it. And turned it into a claws heart, a heartbreak. The, was, you exchanged a teddy bear for the heartbreak cartoon symbol from Klaus. I loved 808s, man. Like, it was hard. It was hard. But it, it inspired a Pepsi commercial once upon a time. Yes, it did. <laughs> But I did. But I do think. But I do think his career before that spoke way louder than it always heartbreaks. It always solidify him. I think my beautiful um, twisted fantasy. Man, mm-hmm. what a what a work of art. I told Tracy last time that whole I, movie he made. Oh my god! That's what has to be. It's not legitimately the. It's the visual. Yeah, yeah it's not. A, I, I got a question. It's not legitimately the album. Or the that visual process, that visual that he mm-hmm. had, spoke with a lot. It made you that love put that, the album. that project. It, exactly, exactly. So after you watch that visualization, you might be able to go ahead and listen to that album mm-hmm. and be like, yeah, okay, I feel, I feel this. I mean, but if you just jump right into it, but I think that's everything with now. Well, yeah. you look at you look at Beyonce. You know, you drop yeah, when you drop, once you drop once you drop a visual, the game begins to change. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Which I think was a book out of Ye's. She should. She should drop visuals forever. Well, see, and, and that that same that Bees made I got that respect point. For Beyonce, I did, I'm yeah. just not on her like when that. When you made that that same point, when people drop visuals, is because of social media platform. It comes into the trend of people making the challenges, the uh, in my feelings challenge, the fossing challenge. Like when people give those visuals to songs that go top 100 billboards. It makes that track go even harder. Because oh, interactive. Because yeah. that, that that Drake in my feelings. Because that was the wackest song that, that album. That wasn't this. That was not the single original. I know it wasn't. But right, it was one of those that when I first heard the album, 
I liked it. Well, there were so many singles on that album that yeah, got but, got turned down because <clears> they did not do well. Yeah, because yeah. they were gonna drop something else. But you're right; the visuals made them change the idea. Mm-hmm. It was it had nothing to do with the fact that some people like that song more than others. Mm-hmm. That happens all the time. Right. That's what makes a great B side track. Yeah. Is an actual B side track, mm-hmm. not just name B side, but an actual B side track is that Kiki. Mm-hmm. Like, that wasn't meant to be a single. No. But everybody loved it. But because there was a visual for it and in the era we're in, it turns into an actual single. Yes, it does. Like, yes, it's it a, does. It's, it's one of those. The game changes just off that. I um, love I love to sit here and, and talk about Kanye with y'all. <laughs> but oh, we got to get into one last thing before you get up out of here, yo. So how then does it morph into the Travis Astro world? See now, now that's exactly the segue I was looking for because everything that we just said, everything, everything that we just said for the last five to ten minutes is Travis Scott. Whether and uh, whether you can debate it, anything, but this guy is uh, on is Kanye at a younger age with a different type of pulse, with a different type of movement, and uh, it's really is Travis Scott is Wiz Khalifa in two thousand and eighteen. Wiz Khalifa has a cult following that he'll forever be crazy. That's true. Do you tell me someone who listened to Kanye's West Eight Hundred Eight and Heartbreaks? And then dates the chick from the album. Savage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it's in, that's, that's that's pure inspiration to musicians. Yeah. Um, so, but I think talking about, you know, Drake, Kanye, Travis Scott, and that, that's why I think the melting pot is and what it is today. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people was thrown off by this type of beef. Because um, I think we, like I said, we both had text message conversations. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, regarding these topics. With that being said, there is a disconnect from Kanye in the world, which he cannot feel, which I don't think he can stand. Um, That's why he went to Twitter. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but it was I, t- I tell I say that about it. It was it was a hell. I think it was a good chess move for him. I think it was. I think it was a good psychological uh, chess game for him. It it's ma- all a play for that man. Exactly. It makes you it makes you look a little bit crazy. But I'm putting this story out here. I'm getting in front of it. I just reached my stand goal, but it that has nothing to do with it. I've been sitting on the stool. But go ahead. But my my thing when it comes with that though, I like really, the disconnect really. with the Travis Scott thing, like. We clearly heard it in Stop Trying to Be God. We clearly heard it in Sicko Mode, in the changes of the cadence, in the changes of the frequency. Like, there's that disconnect with it because Kanye is cutting a lot of ties with his boys that he came up with. Mm-hmm. Like, Push is going to be next. Yo, I I'm think Push it. is ready to go. Yes. Like, oh, he's whole, ready. Yo, the, the one thing that I caught on to was I, I think a lot of it is to sell things. I think a lot yeah. of what Ye does is an ad. Um, every once in a while, I watch that button pod. And, yo, know, when Maul's calling him out saying, yo, I think this is all a commercial and Push is just kind of smirking at him, I thought that was a telltale sign. Yeah. Um, I think that the one thing Ye is real cognizant of is what actually goes on in timing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ye never comments 
anytime he's not selling anything. Mm-hmm. But to bring other people into the equation is a totally, uh, entirely different link to stand yeah. on. Like the, and due to your point with Maul, I understand where he's coming from with that on the on the Joe Budden pod. But you gotta forget, you forget Maul is a diehard Drake fan. Uh, true. Diehard Drake fan. <laughs> Team so Ohio. He, so he's yeah. look, he's looking at his favorite artist's enemy in the face. You know what I mean? So. Uh, but at one point in time, yeah. all he fucked with Ye though. Yeah. I, but I don't think that even has anything but, to do with it. Once well, you bring Kanye into the pusher, I think see that's what I'm saying. It's all confusing. It, it all is. Has, but, there's but, there's so many dynamics to this situation. Mm-hmm. The part. Let's just stick to what it is. Now Kanye's Twitter feed. Well. Well, yeah, because I want to stick to one dynamic, and that is the fact that Travis Scott and Kanye are married into the same family. Isn't Travis Scott married? Andy? I don't know. No, he's not. Or, okay, but he's, okay. Well, yeah, Travis Scott is common law, Dan. Yes. <laughs> there you go. I like that. I like that. I like that. You, you got the head nod from Chris. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like, which I think was a no. Go ahead. If, if yeah. he pops the question, is it yes? Like. Like, 100%, the fact that those two are butting heads the way they are, I think that's interesting. Right. The the Drake and Ye thing could be Drake and Ye, whatever. That little the bromance. Travis Scott part is the part that caught my eye. Like, wait, whoa. Because, sir, we listen to Astro World. The first time I heard Astro World, we listened to it all the way through in the whip. And I liked it. I'm like, yo, this is a good listen. Like, 100%, like, it's one of those, you put it on play, and you can just... The, the vibe to it is dope. Mm-hmm. The weirdest part about it is because there's so many changes and shifts, it's all one experience, which I right. love in an album. Right, Like, right. you put it on, and you don't want to skip out or track to track because you missed out on mm-hmm. the wave. Like, I understand people could have their favorite songs. You could love Sicko Mode, and you could skip straight to Sicko Mode on mm-hmm. that album. But if you just listen to the album and let Sicko Mode come in... The way it's introduced and brought through, right, it, right, it, it's dope. But not being able to tell different tracks, I don't mind because you just want to let it play. See, and that's why I like "Stop Trying to Be God." Yeah, just how it comes in, like like how you said, it just flows. Like it, it's hard to skip on the album, and I'm not really a Travis Scott fan, but I really like that album. How it just it just flowed together, like it's very it fluent. just yeah. flows, man. So. So where in there did you hear the beef issues the first time? I mean, I think I, I knew it from I think from afar from a long time ago. Um, okay, once, and this brings it back to the conversation Jamie and you was having mm-hmm. uh, to Hancho Jack. Okay, Hancho Jack, Quavo, Travis Scott. Yeah, um, every single piece of I didn't uh, know that was Travis Scott. That yeah, was Travis Scott. that was Hunter Jack. Jack. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. did you know the the Jordan ones, Cactus Jack? Those are Travis. Yeah. I remember those. those. The, uh, what you call it? I was trying to get those. Yeah. Hey, those, those nice, by the way. PJ, yeah. Side note, very nice. Very nice shoe. Backward, backward swoosh. <laughs> Fire. <laughs> yeah. They, they, I like them. The only ones I like better, I didn't want them JTs. JTs go hard, though? Yeah. The they little, all hard. The Jordan 3 is my favorite Jordan. Yeah. Then with the swoosh. They all go hard. I was sad I missed out on them. Sad I missed out on the Spider-Man Once ones. again, brings it back oh, to the Nike family. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, checks that's over stripes. Checks over stripes. Yo, stripes. I, I don't, I don't know what shoe collection that could compete with with Nike's brand besides uh, Yeezys. Hmm. Like, and Yeezys is such a, it's such a high demanding shoe. They'll have so many in stock, sell them out, and then that's it. Because that's because of the hype beast, though. <laughs> exactly. But, but you can't blame the hype beast because no. that's just pop culture. Yeah, Because yeah, you, you, got, you, you got skater kids who have no idea what's going on buying some yeah. 350s. Yeah, like Yeezy has ran, I think, off of hype. 
most of his career. Mm-hmm. I think what he's really good at is finding ways to build anticipation around what he's going to do next. Right. What's gonna What's gonna come up? He stays close to relevant people mm-hmm. for just that fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason his sound changes, I think, is something like that. Because of that. Um, mm-hmm. But to me, that counts as artist evolution. Yo, how you evolve, how you change, how you remain uh, relevant, mm-hmm. that's all on you. The fact that you can do it is what's important. Right. Uh, the fact that you can do it, I respect it. Uh, you'll never hear me say, oh, that's a garbage yay project that I... I just simply say it's not for me. Like, he had somebody in mind when he made this. I feel that. But it wasn't me. He he wanted to make this for somebody. I just I just didn't catch the... I didn't catch the wave on this one. That's a good, great perspective. Which brings me to... Uh, the, and that's a, see, that's a perfect full circle right there. Everything that Trizzy just said because... Mm-hmm. Everything that you just said about Kanye, he cannot do that with Travis. And I think that Travis saw that from afar. Yeah. Uh, which brings you back to Huncho Jack. Every piece of art that um, Travis worked on prior to had some kind of hand or it had to do around Kanye. But nothing on that album was produced or even touched or looked at by Kanye. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And um, I think that was the time where Kanye thought, you know, well, yeah, this kid's going to surpass me, so I better do something. And I think it was a power move for Travis almost when it came to Kylie. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think he understood Kylie's <laughs> influential gain at that moment. But, uh, hey, how of a move by that guy. How of a move by that guy. And the thing is, um, I think me and me, you talked about this, Trizzy, about 10 years from now. Now, this is very... Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm not... All right. I'm, I'm going to let gonna, you get it on. I'm not going to touch that. I'm not going to... No, no, no. I'm going to say that no, to no. later because I want to get I, I, I want to get, get this on wax. No, no, hold on. Hold on. Because I want to see your face when you hear we, this. We can. All right. But I want to stick to... I want to stick to the context at hand. Okay. <laughs> so, the question was asked to me was, what was the... Could I see the disconnect between Kanye and Travis? Yes, I could from the Hunter Jack and the little things. People forget that Travis Scott has so many credits before he's even proud of This guy was credited on uh, Jay-Z's Magna Carta, Holy Grail. He was um, credited, I think, on... Uh, My Dark Twist of Fantasy. My Dark Twist of Fantasy. He mm-hmm. was credited on Yeezus. Yep. As, he was as credited a on... Yep. that on, man is a... Yeah. Body. A beast. Uh, definitely. Like, definitely. Mm-hmm. You definitely can't take that away from him. Not at all. Um, I would love to hear him and Swiss battle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. That's yeah, interesting. That's that an interesting be, one. I would like to see them together. Would I would like to see them together too. And I, I was just thinking like the what was it the Swiss. You almost got to treat Travis like a DJ. Uh, yeah. Boy, yeah, that's what I mean because that was what wrecked the Timberland Swiss beats battle. Was Swiss can do what Travis can do mm-hmm. in that I I play my tracks and I sing the chorus, so I can get the crowd hyped. Where Timberland made the tracks, but. Just did boom, chicken, yeah. Chicken. He does the beatbox, which doesn't get the crowd hype. Uh, them going back and forth, Travis with his mic doing his thing, so yeah. with his beat, it's lit. His thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was I think, great. <laughs> I think the winner depends on the audience that day, yeah. You're right, <laughs> right? Yeah, which oh know, my god, can, can, I, can I say something else too? Um. 
I really think that the little scoot scoot, those ad libs right there, is what Drake was trying to capture when oh, he yeah. was doing that whole little scoop, whoop de whoop. Yo. You mean yay? Yeah. <laughs> what did I say? You said Drake. Oh, oh, yeah, my bad. But to touch no, on that. But at the same time, Drake does the same ad libs. Right. He does yeah. the skirt skirt. Well, he I think does the. Drake's a cultural vulture. I think we all can but, attest to that. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's nothing new. It's nothing. No, all it this isn't. shit is it nothing isn't. fucking it new. It's no. all recycled. Exactly. You know, but, but as it's far drama, as. So it's fine. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but see, it's drama for depending on what person and what mm-hmm. type of person you are. And I think that's that's the algorithm, like you guys mentioned, bringing me in, like, my algorithm's a. Probably a lot different than other people's. Um, it, it's, I think all people move a little bit differently, but when it comes to the disconnect between Travis and Kanye, I think that's where you know it starts to develop. I think Kanye has some feelings over Travis and Kylie, um, and you know they're doing well. Not to be on some pop culture shit, but uh, that's the thing. Travis ties into all these things now. Yeah, it's all these things. Whether you people like to hate it or not. It does. Rodeo was still a nasty ass album. Birds in a Trap Singing Night. It was it was underwritten by critics, but it still is a nasty album. Yeah, I got a question Huncho for Huncho Jack now. dropped, and now yeah. Astro World, which I believe is definitely going to be in the running for album of the year. Well, yeah, for sure. Um, but it's kind of hard in this day and age for albums of the year anymore. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. But well, you got to think. At the same time, though, everyone I, drops. I do have everyone drops one a year, but mm-hmm. I do I'm, think Astro World is. Definitely gonna surpass. It's, I, I, it's up there. I, I like Victory Lap, but that's that's my personal. It's, bias. it's pinions, yeah. I, I, like, I like my rappers out of jail, cool. but hey, yeah, my dude's out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> he, he slaps people in parking lots and stays out of jail. <laughs> but right. I, I do have a question for you though. Yes, sir. Because the uh, the yeah I've known doesn't like other people outshining him. Exactly. Doesn't mm-hmm. like other people. Uh, being bigger names than him, mm-hmm. it, so bigger when than people talk about even in the family, do you think it burns him when they're like, yeah, the the Kardashian girl that's dating the hot producer, and it's not him. Exactly. Well, the, and and I think that's another. Oh, the hot Kardashian <laughs> not being Kim. Yeah. Like them not being yeah. the best couple in that family yeah. anymore. Like it was one thing for him to look at rankings now. Tiger and mm-hmm. somebody else. Mm-hmm. Who was Tiger? He was with Blank China and he yeah. was with yeah. Kylie. Yeah, Tristan yeah. Thompson won rings because he played with LeBron. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? It wasn't. It wasn't because <laughs> he was yeah, the dopest. Yeah. Like, I don't think yeah. his star power felt threatened by those other guys mm-hmm. brought in. I think that as you just stated, it's oh, basically uh, when it's a relevancy, yeah. and when mm-hmm. it comes to influential. <laughs> Travis is more beyond Kanye and Kim and Kylie's way beyond Ken and you know they can see that you they're know? way and more relevant they can see that you know mm-hmm. even though they're at a different stage in life and now that Kylie is a mother is uh, low key shitting on Kim in, in different type of ways and uh, I like it but um, <laughs> you know t- with that being said you know how and that's that's just a thing there's so many other people revolving Kanye into into this, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, and mm-hmm. he will definitely pull people in. But Kim plays a part in it. Um, Drake plays a part in it. Yeah. Travis plays a part in it. Then there's Pusha, mm-hmm. and then there's and people forget about this when it comes to Travis Scott. Ti and Kanye didn't always see eye to eye over right. Travis Scott. You're right though. Uh, Kanye liked Travis's sound. He got credited for the work that he did. As soon as as Ti heard about Travis Scott. 
he was on the first thing smoking in Houston to get this guy and signed him. I think I don't know if it was Grant Hustle or not, but and he signed him. I don't know if he's still in that contract or whatnot, mm-hmm. but uh. But, but last that, I know, that makes sense to me. And know? that's see, there's so many people involved into yeah. in, involved into that situation. So because knowing that, that makes a bigger thing than when the Ti Kanye track even dropped. Right, that would have made a bigger difference. But if I remember people. right, dude, wasn't the Ti that reached out for Big Crit first? Yep, exactly. You know what I mean? Like so, following that kind of mold, you know, Southern producer who hops on tracks and does his thing. Mm-hmm. And not getting the right amount of shine, yo. That's that's Ti's bag right there. Yeah. He he's known to swoop them cats up. That's true. Uh, also, Travis was credited for young, a lot of Young Thug's career yeah, in I his earlier days too, which is another reason why I think Ti heard of him because Young Thug is Atlanta. That's right. Um, and there's another hookup between Quavo's early career solo before there was Amigos, um, which birthed into Huncho Jack. Mm-hmm. Um, which all everything that we just talked about in some way, shape, or form comes back to Kid Cudi through Travis Scott and Kanye, yeah. which T.I. had a good relationship with Cudi as well. Um, so there's a lot of split at the seams. There's a lot of things oh, at yeah. play here. Man, we've hit a lot of groundwork that's, on that's There's crazy, a though. lot of players well, I mean, in this. Uh, dude. Have, okay, so Cudi decides he's going to do his little project. The, and he uh, does ghost? it with Yeah. See ghosts. See, and that's uh, the thing. I believe. Why does he Ye not do used? it with Travis? Because uh, Connie, as as Jam mentioned earlier, um, Connie is the type of person that would feed off other artists, and right. he forever is. So him, I've and I, I'm a huge Cuddy fan, and Cuddy has such a huge. I think I believe Cuddy has a bigger voice than Kanye. Yeah. Um, at this point, from um, not only his career. But you, you, people forget that Cuddy was in the early runnings with Drake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Cuddy was in. Cuddy got one of those cult followings he was talking he about. Cuddy, like, Cuddy was in does. a was in a situation with J Cole and Drake. Not necessarily as you know, uh, reputation or career wise, but these guys were all best friends at the time. Um, they all they're all from the same area, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. why they're they they are still tight. They may tight, take shots at each other, but they're still tight. Wale's in that yeah. circle too. Yeah, Wale, oh, I, Wale, I, I, and. Where the fuck is Wale? God damn That's it. That's another someone, podcast. Someone being dark skin and angry. Yeah, and yes. Uh, thank you, Trey. At the same time, I, I have a quick question. Can we can we just acknowledge some of these cats that got them cult followers real quick? Yes, sir. Because okay. there is Wiz. You know, yes. that, that Taylor yep, game did say, yep. is something serious. Yep. When, when, I quit following after, when I quit following after Cabin Fever, the, there was... It's not like it lost steam. No. It's not. No. It, it was not Choo-choo like... Choo-choo, Yep. Yeah. They kept adding. Adding I, that coal. Every time I check, oh yep, that's still hot. Mm-hmm. Oh dang, yeah, he's still driving fire. Okay, uh, yep. Who else? Do I think that? Yeah, of course Drake can do no wrong. I think his. We already know that with the ba- he had a baby on a girl and yeah yeah yeah. Yo, uh, <laughs> Wayne Wayne is another yep. one. Mm-hmm. Um, yo Cardi. I think Cardi. Cardi man. does have a big following, man. I just think she that's does. how fans work these days, guys. Yeah. It is. I don't it's, think it's I don't, it exactly it's, exactly like. Anybody who fucked with Kanye, I mean, um, Kid Cudi, oh, from yep. day and night, Cuddy. fucked with Kid Cudi when um, Ghost, 
that. I think that's the thing, though. I think that hurt mm-hmm. his reputation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, his, um, not not like, his reputation, but like I said, just just to clear the air on this and get this off so we can move forward, is that Kanye, you had a lot of pawns that he used. Travis Scott, Kid Cudi, uh, multiple producers, multiple writers, mm-hmm. multiple artists in general, whether right. you designed a fucking kitchen cabinet to uh, your, your cause himself. Um, this man has literally observed it all. Is he wrong for that? Fuck no. Manipulation? Maybe. Mm. Uh, but who am I to say I'm not in that fucking celebrity world? But um, I feel that's why Cuddy was so deep into Wyoming, so deep into Kanye, is because it was a guarantee. All this time Pusher's album was being developed, all this time Kanye's album be developed, who's all in the fucking mix of all three of these albums, four of these albums was Cuddy. Mm-hmm. Cuddy's fucking... Hmm, yep. Uh, yep. Uh, That's him on Stop Trying to Be God. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He's in the middle of mm-hmm. all these cats. Yep. All these cats. Yep. Um, I wonder if he knew his humming was going to be used on a track. Man. Talk about the dude he just did an album. I could go to <laughs> sleep with Cuddy humming to me, dog. No, no. No, real shit, though. No, no, no. That... That hum, true, uh, true. I, is one of, <laughs> I tell you, man, Men on the Moon, Volume Two, still is, is a great album. Is I still listen to that all, all the time. Um, but you know, just to, to, to speak into that, Cuddy's situation was Kanye before Kanye decided to have another voice on Twitter. Yep. You know what I mean. So hence eight oh eight and heartbreaks. Half of his rant. Was on Kid Cudi's, Kid Cudi's biases, uh, reasoning, you know, oh, he took shots at, at Cudi when he was down, now he's trying to fuck with me, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, you're a grown man, grown man. Ass But guy. you see the trend, though, you, you've seen that disconnect with Cudi and, and Ye when that happened back well, then, Cudi when he was left good. Well, wasn't happy with Ye until exactly. he got, until Cudi got into the hospital, went through what he's going, then all of a sudden... You know what I mean? Cuddy, you know, Cuddy straight with Kanye again. I think that was the beginning of Kanye starting to capitalize on mental illness. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Because Which, his album, yeah. Ye, Boo Boo. <laughs> the, the hardest part on there was whatever Kid Cuddy was involved yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that. And no one can discredit Daytona. No. Uh, oh, I don't know who would. So that's that's the thing, though. <laughs> but when we when people talk about all these things, well, well, what, what, how, how far are we from we away from 2019? A, few, a week and a half, something like yep. that. Um, when, when that uh, concludes, eleven days. There are people. Mm-hmm. Is Daytona going to be at the top of that list, though? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, which I hope it is, and I pray it is, but I don't see it. You know, yeah. you know, it's crazy. I don't there's, see it, which is much. which is fucked up. Well, because that's you can say that for a lot of people. Yeah. But at the end of the day, okay. You know, you know what music, I would say? The saddest part about that is. Hmm. Well, two things. One, Daytona's made every album of the year conversation I've had so far. Yeah. And then two... Uh, by us, by the public. Well, pretty much both. Yeah. Uh, anytime I've seen a list for album of the year this year, uh, of course Astro World is on it. Mm-hmm. Of course Scorpion is on it. Of Swimming. course Victory Lap is on it. Um, Max what you call it? Tiana Taylor's is on it. Mm-hmm. Anderson Pack is on it. Yep. Um, TT should be definitely be Logic is on it. There's there's quite a few. There's a bunch of them that make it a lot. Like the the amount of music they dropped is crazy. Yeah. Uh besides Sean but, Anderson, that pissed me off. <laughs> oh. Well, you we all know how that man feels. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but 
the uh, other part to it is I would argue that out of that whole little yay run, that was the best album that came out of it. Uh, Nas, yeah. is, Nas is uh, no, no Daytona. Uh, Daytona. Oh yeah, definitely. Because I was saying uh, Nas's thing is he's over here making Trash. an album saying, "Oh, the real album is coming in January." Uh, I just had to wait to get uh, Yay his stuff too. Um, the Daytona one hurt me a little bit because he sat back and said, "He he had <laughs> no." Uh, Nas sat back and said he's going to make the real album. Yeah. And after that Echo joint, yeah, yo, if if, yeah. if that's the Nas I'm about to get. All the way through, yo. If one Mike Nas is what I get all the way through, because a project, Swizz is working, I'm hyping with it. Because Swizz is yeah. in it. Uh, yo, anytime Nas wondering. is rapping about poison, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want to take jabs at this point. <laughs> uh, but we'll see what happens. Nas is yet to do that. Right. So every time I've heard one mic, yo, I want to go hear this album. Damn, I just wanted to hear one mic. Yeah. yeah. Then put something uh, for him. Yo. <laughs> When I wanted to, what was the other joint he had that was hard? <laughs> was it like hip hop is it's dead? sporadic? No, no. Uh, who does? Yeah. Uh, after one mic. Yeah. After. After one mic. Um. Uh, he had a remix with Luda and Jada. Made you look. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I hear a made you look. Yeah. I'm like, yo, let me hear this project. And then I hear the project. And I'm like. I just wanted to hear it. That's a good memory that. break. That's a good memory break. Uh, dude, it was one of my favorite tracks. Yo, when Nas hits, Nas Can we, hits. Th- this is recorded, is so we did say one. Nas is one of his. Yeah, yeah okay. yo, Nas hits. When Nas hits, Nas hits. He, yeah. But he's just inconsistent. He's not going to hit for a full album. Hey, man, you're a Jay-Z fan. I'm a Nas fan. Let's just, let's just, yeah. let's just, because Jay-Z's inconsistent as well. No. No. Yo, after, uh, Jay-Z was consistent up until the Black Album. Everything after the Black Album. Yeah, it was more like. Like Blueprint 3. So we a, agree that. Miss. So yeah. you can't give me that and then disagree. I'll, I'll so give you, you that. Yeah, I'll give you that. Because Blueprint 3 was a miss. Magna Carta, a miss. Kingdom Come, QB. a miss. Like, <laughs> We're, we'll never agree. One or two tracks, maybe. But, but do you see the trend though? Both of them were inconsistent after their pinnacle albums that made them. Yeah, the the, in the sad part with yeah the sad part with Nas is the pinnacle album is the first album, mm-hmm. and it's the pinnacle album because it's the first in a lot of aspects. It's the first one to have multiple producers mm-hmm. on a hip hop album. Right. Usually you had the in house producer or the in house team helping you out. That one was the first one where it was. Yo, I got so-and-so on this one. I got so-and-so on this one. I got, yeah. And the separate tracks were made, but somehow were still cohesive. You know True. what I mean? It, it still True. told a good story. Godson, I could have lived without. All right, man. Right. <laughs> You're going to make Chuck get mad. All right, bro. But, anyway, but still anyway hold up. Still can, I, can I get... Fire. Oh, okay. Can now... Jan, let me turn to your interview for you, on you for a minute. Okay. Okay, so, so how do you feel about the whole... Uh, Travis Scott, Drake, Kanye thing that we just tackled involving all those people. As far as all the people are involved that you know that I mentioned from from Tip to Cuddy to I can see a lot of players going into it that are straying away from Ye because of Ye's disconnect with all of them because he's only for his typical game and for them to realize that like. We've seen it how with Drake, how he had him all go to all the way to Wyoming to hear one track, and then didn't Be do shit with it. Right, and then turn around and have all the other niggas there, sitting at a different hotel. 
play till Drake leaves. And then 40s, like, yo, so-and-so's here, something's about to happen. With that stuff happening, and the same thing with Travis Scott going on, like, just everybody just has that disconnect with it now because they know that creative platform is only yay. Hence why Tiana Taylor's album went to the tr- the shitter. She has so much potential when it Sad, comes to that. Man. Big Sean could have came out with something. Sci could have came out with something. John Legend could have came out with Sci-Hi something. Sci like, promised he was coming out with something. He did. My, my seven joint. Yeah. My seven joint that's, album that's is that next. Shit. That's that's yay. And all John Legend got was a fucking Christmas. And he, yes. And Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, that's be that's booty. That was yay. And yay wants to have all this creative privilege and all this stuff. He's going to get a lot of people leaving. It's going to be a mass exodus because of him wanting to be, I have hands on it. I have hands on it. Because if Daytona was more in Push's creative platform, we would have got 16 tracks. He, he, he already had like 11, 12. We would have had it. But and it we was... didn't get it because of Ye. And this is why people are leaving. Hints to why. Just heard this too. Drake is trying to get clearance to say you will. Yeah. <laughs> he, he sat back and said he already did. Say, there you go. The, the tweet. <laughs> it was the, just a poke. Just a poke. Yes. He already had the clearance. Mm-hmm. He already, it was just right. a poke. Right. And not only that. Because of what happened in Wyoming. Yeah, mm-hmm. and not only that, he already had the he already had that. But how great would it be to hear a Drake this? To say you will to Kanye, that would Yo, be amazing. Yo, if he puts Kim Kardashian's voicemail ever. on the "Say You Will" freestyle or or a that would diss, be the most Drake. Over. Don't bring me to Miami and, and then tell me you give me something. Yeah. Something. <laughs> hey Drake, it's Kim. Uh. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> it's over. Ye's gonna go oh. crazy. Like if you think Ye's crazy now, wait till that come out. And another thing, so just just before just before you end this, because it I It'll this be just popped into we calling head. in on the pop yarn right now, okay? Exactly. This you is another thing. <laughs> Kanye's been trying to get at the weekend. Oh, I don't know how long. Okay, you know what I mean. But the weekend's who's man? OVO. You know what I mean. Even even if the weekend and Drake disagree, that's the heat. That's yep. still hey that nigga's yep. if me yep. and Jam yep. beef, he's still from my city. I'm from his city. I'm gonna take him over a nigga from from Houston. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um and who's another person that Kanye can't really fuck with that much? Frank Ocean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So right? All these people fuck with who? Jersey. Travis. And Travis. Yeah. Travis. Yeah. Those but are, those but are all I will those. say the, the Frank Ocean Travis thing though, on the on his track, they kinda made a little disconnect, but they kinda squashed it. But I still think he'll he'll side with Travis though. Alright. Well there's one, there's one thing. There's, you look at Astro World, one of Travis's biggest albums a day, right? Mm-hmm. Name me name me a song produced by Kanye. Name me something sentence, but nothing. On that? No yeah. Nothing. Exactly. There's nothing. There's exactly. Nothing on there. Another disconnect. Yeah. But there's nothing. Now. You know we're getting getting close to the end of this. Yes, we and are. You, you can't just end on like a bunt. And somebody's stealing third. You want to end swinging for the fences. Not only swinging for the fences, hmm. but swinging for outside the stadium. Okay. Like, this, this, man is this man is swinging for, like, a clean hit, clean swing, hmm. and it flying Josh Hamilton style out of the stadium. Somebody so supposed? Mm-hmm. Mm. Bat, you know, Jose Batista bat flip. Damn. Online yards. I feel you. Uh, 
go with that 10 year 20 year prediction yeah yeah and, and you know what I don't even want to put like an actual timeline I need to hear this yeah I don't want to put an actual timeline on it a future prediction just a year? prediction for the future I, I'm not even for, putting years for on it okay okay like, for what I know I know where he's going with this yeah because we had a long 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 I want to hear this because I, yes. I didn't hear this because don't get me wrong well once again Different, different part of the culture. Different part of the culture. <laughs> like this is this is right here. Like like honestly, when I sat back and when he said it at first, I laughed about it. But the more I thought about it, and the more certain things was like sat with me, mm-hmm. I think it's at least a debate worth having. It is a debate. That's okay. why I like it. Okay, I need to yeah, hear this. Ten years. Ten. So, okay. Let's, go ahead. Right. Go ahead. Ten year mark. Okay. Uh, you want to segue? You oh, no. Go ahead. This is all you. <laughs> what happens in 10 years? Talk your ten shit, year, King. Ten, yeah. ten, 10 years. 10 years. Okay. Uh, Travis Scott, Kylie Jenner will be more influential than Beyonce and Jay-Z. Ooh. And once you again, really? the, 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 okay. the reason that it was important to me is it's not out-earning. It is not out-doing anything. influential. It is influential. more influence. Okay. And the more I thought about it, I'm like, dude, there's no way. You know how much this, those two have influenced the culture? There's no doubt of that. But <laughs> yeah, I know at the same of... time, ears change. Like, ears change the influence and, per- and is, perspectives change. Yeah, the, the, what the influence is, is with the numbers. Mm-hmm. And low-key, 10 years from now, uh, nobody's going to be... Checking for Jay. No. Beyonce might still have that relevant voice. Yeah. Jay Z might still be that relevant dude. But as far as actively influencing people and actively influencing the culture, uh, I think J and B go the Barack Michelle route. Okay. And more or less end up the influence of an older generation. Yep. That younger generation taking over. Why couldn't Travis and Kyler do Like, that was the scary part to me. But just like you said it, it's the day and age. Yeah. All their following that they have now is going to follow with them into their ages, and they're still going to mess with them. And they are going to beat out J and B because they are older. They are getting into the Obama years mm-hmm. that they're not going to be as relevant. Right. And I can see that. I can see 10 years, maybe sooner. But but the I can see that influence happen, influential bit happening maybe sooner. I can believe that. It's like influences. Yeah, influence is more currency. Yeah. Yeah. This day and age, social media and just more exposure wise, like they're in their prime. Those two are. They really are making something happen. Like like I just said, like the the Carters are in their Obama years. Like, yeah. Travis Scott and Kylie, they are they are potentially in the running for number one for most influential couple. I can see that's a crazy narrative. Yeah. The the hard part is that means staying together. Yeah. That also means staying relevant, mm-hmm. staying influential. As long as Ye um, don't sabotage it. Well, I don't think Ye can <laughs> at that point. Uh the hard part is I think the only thing that does is the fickleness of people now. Mm-hmm. I think where most people argue it's easier to get on now, yeah. it's harder to build loyalty. Yeah. Just for Agreed. the simple fact yeah. that something new is out like this. Like if you're not that person that somebody's checking for, then yeah. chances are dude, your album might go unheard. Damn. There are way more albums I did not hear 
in my favorite genre this year mm-hmm. than albums I actually heard. And you know what's crazy about that too? They both have different followings. You have your your music game, your social media industry game, like that just trumps and comes in with them being that way. Like the people you see at Travis Scott shows are the same ones that fuck with Kylie Jenner too. <laughs> and they'd be at Misfits concerts. Yes. It's and, crazy. And they'd they be in mosh pits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, but, but you people forget what, what kind of... Yeah, yep. like the, right. cult, the cult following right. is the new loyal following. You're right. Uh, just because... Dude, those, there are Cardi fans that cannot imagine buying Nicki stuff. Even if they had Nicki albums before. Mm-hmm. Which is wild to me because why can't they both live? I know. Why can't they both <laughs> succeed? Yeah. True. They should both get along. There can only be one. (laughs) They're not Highlanders. There can only be one. Man. But I'm not going to lie. That's a good... Damn. That's something to think about. Oh, yeah. We're we're getting influence on on one of these. And Mm. especially into current influence versus future influence versus short term and long term. Because they're all different. And they're all... Occurring and have relevance in the in the culture, um, man. But it isn't. It is something that's going to keep us going for another two, three hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I got I got something. I I'm really excited to throw on the playlist. Yep. Um, everybody got something. Uh, sorry. Yo, <laughs> don't get me wrong. That target theme goes. Uh, joking. But. <laughs> My joint I got for everybody this week, Tiana Taylor, featuring Method Man, featuring Ghostface. It's the Wu remix. Don't forget Raekwon. Oh, and Raekwon. <laughs> I do forget he does kill that last verse. It's the Gonna Love Me, Tiana Taylor, Wu remix. Definitely deserve to add it to the playlist. It gives you that old Wu-Tang ice cream kind of feel. I like that. Yep, yep. What you got, Bees? I got... Um a nice little track. I think it's a little refreshing. It's, it's by two gentlemen, but it goes by the name of UNI, letter U, little in, letter N, letter I, mm-hmm. called Beautiful Day. It's a good track. It's a good track. It's a good vibe feel. Uh, positive feels. Positive nice. feels. I so, like it. It's sturdy. It's yes. sturdy. I like your tracks. Yeah. Jam, what you got? My track, it's a little nostalgic. Um, Mr. John Coltrane did this. Andre Three Stacks did this. Um, it's by a man I talk about a lot, Masego, with the saxophone. The track he did um, is called My Favorite Things, and it's fitting for the holiday season. If y'all know My Favorite Things track, it'll definitely resonate with some good vibes, some good little rendezvous vibes with the sax. So Masego, My Favorite Things. And those of you that listen to us on Anchor, you can listen to the songs exclusively right after the show. And those of you that listen to it on the other platforms, go ahead and we'll have the link in there that'll link straight to your Spotify or your Apple Music playlist. So definitely add those. And once again, thank you all for tuning in. Spotify listeners, Anchor listeners, Apple Podcast listeners. However you getting else? Glad you're getting it. Thanks for kicking it with us at the pop in. Thanks for thanks for bees coming through too. Most like, definitely, we have to have you back again. <laughs> hey, good looking out. I appreciate it. That was a good time. Of course. Yes, yeah. Well, man, it's been Trizzy. It's been Jam. My boy. Easy. <laughs> yep, yep. It's the pop yarn. Good night. Peace.
Peace.